society is breeding a new kind of criminal. It's also breeding a new kind of cop. Today we're talking about a movie you might have heard of called Cobra from 1986. But I totally doubt you heard of because it's a canon movie. (laughs) Starring Sylvester Stallone and Bridget Nielsen. And Bridget Nielsen. Yep. And in third billing, but barely in the movie, Rennie Santoni. There's a reason for that we'll get to in a little bit. But for now, this is kind of an infamous uh, movie. It's one of Sylvester Stallone's most popular movies. And this is a movie that has been poorly received by the critical uh, establishment, mm-hmm. but is well received by the uh, general audience. It's one of those uh, movies that really emphasizes the divide between critics and um, movie watchers from back in the 80s, because that was that was probably one of the bigger divides at the time, was the uh, action movie. Some uh, critics just didn't like them, some did. Some were more lenient on them, some weren't. But this movie is known for uh, its extreme violence and also the fact that it almost had an x-rated cut which ended up having 40 minutes cut off so it could be distributed by warner brothers into normal theaters at our rating and, and and which is crazy because the movie the final running time for the final cut of the movie is 87 minutes yeah it's seven minutes of which is credits yeah it's it's actually kind of amazing considering um yeah, anyway, this movie is uh, basically about a cop, uh, Marion Cobretti, who is dealing with a cult who is going around murdering people. And what ends up happening is he ends up saving, no, he ends up finding a woman who was targeted by this cult because she saw their leader's face, and he has to keep her safe while dealing with a inside trader in the police department at the same time. And just to make it clear, the motivations of the cult aren't very clear in the movie, yeah. but... From what I understand, they, what the cult against for is, they're known as the New World Order, and they're a supremacist group of social Darwinist radicals that despise modern society and believe in killing the weak, leaving only the strongest and smartest to rule the world. Yeah, that's part of what ended up getting on the cutting room floor. 40 minutes of footage was cut off, and as we're recording this, there's actually supposed to be a version coming out from Scream Factory, which is Shout Factory's more cultish brand, I think. And they, they used to specifically be horror movies, yeah. But now they they've gone into the cult and the uh, yeah. yeah, like kind of obscure anything things. that I think has an X cut or an unrated cut will go be put out by them from Scream Factory to yeah. differentiate them from That's, their. And we're not sure releases. as as we're recording this if they're going to be including that full version on the. Their Blu-ray version, it's called Special Edition, we don't know. Because there is a bootleg out there somewhere mm-hmm. on VHSs that have been passed around for years and years that is a time-coded, work-cut, yeah. very poor copy of it that has these scenes in it. Yeah, and this movie's already available on Blu-ray, so I wouldn't understand why else you'd do another release unless it was for that reason. And so with all that rigmarole on that, mm-hmm. uh, just to cover some of the brass tacks here, this movie was... Directed by a name that's not really that familiar to me, by one George P. Cosmatis. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, screenplay by Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's based on a 1978 novel called Fair Game by Paula Gosling mm-hmm. that would later get another adaptation as the movie Fair Game in the early 90s. Not quite as well known as Cobra, but it's another adaption. We've seen and, a lot of that. And just as a, as a little bit of trivia, it's like, love him or hate him, Sylvester Stallone is and always will be kind of, of a dick. Um, there was a point where they were asking her to re-release the novel, mm-hmm. but his stipulation was that they had she they could re-release it, but she'd have to put on it co-written by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, in the 80s, uh, Stallone had a very big ego problem. It's very well documented. Yeah. Yeah, and this was, like I said, one of his uh, most, most famous ones. And because of that, I'm curious, Randy, what are your impressions of the film? A little tropey, a little uh, mm-hmm. bit by the numbers, but still overall fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand the critical things, the critic thoughts against it, but it's like, it's just a fun movie. It's like, it's not meant to be complicated. It's like I said, it's very tropey. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's tropey. It's like, you've, you've seen this before. It's all action movie tropes that mm-hmm. after this movie are, people are basically referencing. I can see the DNA for a lot of movies from this one, but I can also go back and look at other movies that came before this and see what it's taking from as well. You can kind of see the lineage a little bit because there's a, there's a little bit of Dirty Harry in this one. Yeah. There's kind of some death wish in it. The, you can see the lineage. And also after this, a lot of stuff. I can guarantee you anything you probably like that's action-based after this movie has some sort of nod to this. Like, for instance, the anime uh, Bean Bandit character. Yeah, from very much based Vince on Smith this Cats. one. He's very much based on his design, and you'll be you'll be able to tell. And for more film-nerdish people, it's, it's like the mm-hmm. character in Drive, the driver, is very loosely based on Cobra. Yeah. Cobretti. As well as the amount to his mannerisms and everything that's like the director, uh, I can never remember his name, Riffin Winden, I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. I was a very big fan of this movie and put it in his film as much as possible. Yeah, to me it's this kind of, to me this is the 80s action movie. It's kind of emphasizes everything about the decade in just about every single way. And, the... and, and just to clarify, would this still be considered a cult classic since it was a critical failure and not really crazily financially successful? Just... Normally financially successful. I think this would be a, oh. a standard. Actually, you know what? Never mind. It's not a cult classic. Budget twenty five million. Box office worldwide one hundred and sixty million. Well, Never yeah. mind. I, I take. I I, re, I rescind my cult classic. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't really poorly received because it, it was a movie that people knew about for a very long time and it was very influential. It wasn't like let's say I don't know Dark City, which people didn't really realize existed until like like a decade after it came out in theaters. It it's like kind of popular. It's like to give you an idea of like how this movie was received at the time. Mm-hmm. This was surprising to me. It received seven Razzie nominations. I don't see it, or as I like to call them, accolades for yeah. it, and mostly for the acting. Yeah, and some of the script and like and the scripts they were calling out for the as like I said, it's very tropey, very genre. Not I want genre savvy. No, yeah, mm. it, it knows its genre. Yeah, but there's far worse movies than this one deserving of Razzies. This is just an enjoyable action movie that, like I said, pretty much epitomizes everything from the decade. If you have never seen an 80s action movie, you could pretty much watch this one and understand what they're all about. Yes, this very much gives you the language. You have your your mm-hmm. cool your cool dude uh, mm-hmm. action hero. You have your... Uh, yeah, your cool dude action hero. Yeah. Your insane uh, enemy. Yep. And... Uh, your love interest. It's, yeah, it's pretty much got everything. It even has uh, chase scenes, good shooting, some fight, uh, fist fights, you know. It's got pretty much everything you could look for. I that, But I would still like to see what that work print version is, is took out because 
There's a couple of things I would like to have a bit more. So don't be surprised that if in the future the work print does become available, we do another take on this. Because it would be interesting to look at because from the sounds of it, it makes it into a completely different movie in many ways. That's what I'd like. You know, if if it does include that version, we'll we'll probably get it and we'll do another uh, side episode in this one. Not really nine canon because it's canon, but you know. Yeah. So with that, Mm -hmm. actually, it'd be side canon. Side canon. There you go. Um. So with that, what is your low light of the movie as somebody who's who's already a fan of this film? Uh, probably. Probably the fact that there's no real spacing between a lot of the one-liners. I could use a bit more uh, build-up to some of them. He kind of just spouts them out a couple of times. And uh, the pacing uh, is a bit slow in the beginning. Not really the beginning, kind of the after the beginning, you know what I mean? The second... Yeah, some of the pacing, I agree, is a little bit off. But it's like, for me, the one-liners, I, I found they come too fast. So it's like, <laughs> I don't I mean. really remember any of them because it's too fast yeah the reason most people quote them is because they've seen the movie about a hundred times yeah and this is my first time seeing the film so it's just really they come fast and heavy and it doesn't give you a break for them it's like every other line is a one-liner needed a bit bit more of a breather and again maybe in so so in this one here i would actually be abstaining when we start talking about the best line of the film because there was too many of them going back Mm. to back i'll leave that to you there for me uh the low lights it's like i will agree with them on that one count Mm. on the on the razzie nomination but For Bridget Nielsen, the acting was kind of bad, but even then, she doesn't seem to have been given a lot to work with, but she would also occasionally start um, slipping into her natural accent. Well, they explain it by giving her her name and saying... Yeah, yeah. It was was a lot... Usually like Jean-Claude Van Damme, where he's apparently from... The Midwest. (laughs) Something like that. That's why a lot of of times his movies, they say things like, yeah, he's he's from Louisiana, yeah. She's she's overall, she's like, it's workable, it's totally fine, Mm -hmm. acting-wise. It's just, it's like, it's it's not that great of a performance at all, but Mm -hmm. she's not really given much to work with. Um, The pacing, some of the pacing is a little off. It's like... Um, the almost lack of motivations for the, the villain. Sometimes you don't need it. So sometimes mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, oh, hey, whoops, there's suddenly a cult. I literally turned to JD at movie at, at some point and go, oh, so this involves some sort of cult or conspiracy going on. And mm-hmm. he gave me this look like I had missed something. Yeah, there's several cuts in the movie where between actions you see them all rallied together. But if like hitting said, axes together for some reason, if you, and there's like 10 of them. Yeah, you, if you blink, you miss it, basically. Like I said, that's why one of the reasons why if... That actually does include the work print cut. I want to do another episode because I really want to know exactly what that would end up changing. Because a lot of the stuff we're talking about here is in that version. So it would be nice to see what the difference would be. So uh, all that aside then, Randy, what would you score the movie? Uh, no, we, we haven't talked about highlight yet. Well, so, so you, the I want, action, I mean, come I want, on. I want, yeah, the action, okay. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Cause, yeah, because that, that's my hot take <laughs> is that... The action, but um, I apologize. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. Uh, you just don't see me getting my uh, my southern lawyer bow tie oh, on and my, my uh, suspenders here. My hot take is that this here is the go. best action that's been in a canon film oh, yeah. ever up to this point that we have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and why I'm saying this is a hot take is that I know you are a fan of the canon films, I but I, overall I don't like the action in a lot of the canon films because it falls into the camp of a lot of the times of hero walks in sprays the gun and all you just see him is spraying and no uh you don't see the consequence you don't see the consequence but this movie Mm -hmm. here the action sequences are they all have this nice kinetic energy to them Mm -hmm. a flow you you, it's not focused on the act of i'm standing here and praying and spraying Mm -hmm. you get you see what the consequence of the action is going to be yeah because just to give you an example of like the type of shots is that cut to cut to Cabretti's face, mm-hmm. then cut to him pulling the trigger, 
cut to the muzzle flash, and then cut to what he's shooting at. Mm-hmm. And even in the scenes where, in a typical canon film prior to this, would just simply be praying and spraying, which is exactly what he's doing, you're seeing that he's pulling the trigger, firing, and firing into a crowd of people on motorbikes. So it's like, mm-hmm. this is just to bring you back to that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's miles above any of the other action sequences which it's like this one and Highlander <laughs> are honestly the ones that have the best action sequences. Because you just said that, I'm going to say what the best line is right now, which is, uh, you know what your problem is? You're too violent. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's a perfect lead into that one. Yeah. Like I said, my highlight would definitely be the action sequences. They're definitely the best ones in any canon film we've seen so far. And I wonder how much of that influence is uh, Stallone, since he's always been heavily yeah, involved in. And once again, movies. like love him or hate him, it's like he's he's uh, got a terrible personality sometimes. Especially a lot of times, at the, especially at the time. He um, well, he was an Academy Award-winning uh, screenplay writer, so, for, for, so he has a little bit. Well, for the eighties, he was he was pretty known to be in that way. Yeah. Um, he, it's I forgot what my, my train of thought was here. What we were going because we were because <laughs> I had to interject with that. <laughs> Yeah, the action sequences we were talking about, and Stallone being involved in the movie. Yeah, it's like love him or hate him. It's like mm-hmm. he knows action movies. Mm-hmm. There's he, a reason he, people he, want to see his movies. He, he knows it's like as much as I called out the the fact that it's very tropey, it's very cliched in many ways. He knows what the action beats are, mm-hmm. roughly how often it should occur in order to um, keep the tension up. The movie, the action scenes are actually tense and keep in, in many mind, ways. And keep in mind, like we said earlier. This is a movie with 40 minutes cut out of it, and he still managed to have it work like that. Usually a movie that has that much footage cut out is unwatchable. Yeah. So it's it's actually kind of impressive, especially considering... And it's sub-90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> again, it's kind of... It's really impressive that they managed it. So, Randy, again... Nicholas Ryan Winding Farron. That's his name. I was, sorry, Refn <laughs> is the name I was thinking for the drive director. Oh, well, there you go. Um, so with that, I guess the best line you said was... Uh, yeah. Say it again, Sam. You know what your problem is? You're too violent. Which, considering the movie, is pretty apt. I, I kind of go back and forth on it because it's like I said, it's like... Well, you want to know what my I, score is? As some of the pacing is... <laughs> ah, you don't matter. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. You, you know everybody just tunes in to hear me shit on films <laughs> that we, we watch. I'm sure everybody watching this by now knows what I would be rating it too, so... Um, I was going back and forth on it because if we don't do the point score, it's like I would honestly probably move more towards the 3.5 mm-hmm. because if you hadn't said to me that there was a work cut, that there's all this stuff cut out, I wouldn't start noticing like so where some of the seams are and mm-hmm. probably would have been enjoying it more. Like, yeah. for instance, the the fact that a whole entire seemingly a subplot with your third build actor whose actual running time in the film is maybe, mm-hmm. would you say, 10 minutes? Probably. A whole entire subplot. Like, suddenly at the end, you see that he's been hurt. You never see what happened. Nothing. Oh, yeah, he's he hurt. It was in the action sequence. Oh, it wasn't? Okay, well, I missed it. It was a blink and you miss it thing. <laughs> it was. But, yeah. It, and that's your partner. <laughs> so, it's like, we don't do half things. It's like, so I'm like, okay, well, it's like mm-hmm. reality would be like maybe a 3.5. I go, but then the question becomes, in the, as we do, it's like, we're getting granular here. Yeah. Am I less than a 3.5? Is it going to more lower than that? Or am I going higher? Well, we'll see. And with the quality of the action sequences, it's like, mm-hmm. not the script, it's like it's like I said, it's like it's too many one-liners, but it's mm-hmm. like, the story is decent, it's, the story is work, workable. Mm-hmm. It basically boils down to how much fun I was having, mm-hmm. and I was having a lot of fun, because the action sequences are okay. really well done. Mm-hmm. So I would, I'd have to, I, it leans me over towards the four. So it's a four, four out of five film for me. Oh. This isn't a perfect film. It's not. No, it's never, fine. never will be a perfect film. No, I don't fine. even think the work cut version of this film will be perfect. But no. it's fun. Yeah, that's 
pretty much my takeaway. It's it's like a lot of the films that I believe we will eventually get to like like I, I other Stallone films that we may not cover here, but it's, I I enjoy Tangle and Cash. It's like that's mm-hmm. another film that's not a perfect film, but I have fun with that movie. Demolition Man, I have fun with that movie. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's one thing about Sylvester Stallone is a lot of his movies, even if they're not the best, they're always managed to have the proper beats. They the Expendables films, for enjoyable. instance, those those movies aren't high art. They're not. Mm-hmm. Good by any measure, but they are fun films. Yes, they are. And like I said, with that, I'd have to say this is probably one of his top ten ones, I'd say. Most people who've seen uh, 80s action movies usually rate this movie pretty high. And I can see why, because I don't see that many of them having this much fun with their action sequences. A lot of them can can kind of be too self-serious maybe this one has just enough i think to work uh as as a whole and because of that everybody already knows what i'm gonna say it is it's a five out of five for me big surprise the action guy likes the action movie it's not it's not a a perfect film so it's it's not but like i said i've seen the movie multiple times and it never gets old for me and as i've said a lot of it comes down to if you watch it more you tend to like it more just because it's that type of movie and for a movie missing 40 minutes that it managed to hold together that well is very impressive. And with that, I think we've pretty much exhausted the well on Cobra. So next time we'll talk about another canon film, which probably won't be anything like this one. And... Oh God, no. Yeah, it's not anything like this one. <laughs> and we'll leave a, a spoil... Uh, we're not going to spoil it. We're just going to leave you in that little cliffhanger. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Goodbye. Oh God, I just realized the next film... Uh... Okay, goodbye. We're Canon Films, and we're Dynamite. This is where the law stops, and I start. is a cop called Cobra, the strong arm of the law.